everyone welcome to episode 107 of the this week in marketing show also known as your team show this is your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of May 2nd 2022 so today first off we have a quick update from Pinterest Pinterest has quietly launched this new app called TV studio app and you know obviously they have released it in both Google and Apple Place or Google Apple Store and Google Play Stores uh, however it's only available to a limited number of users one of the things you know in this app is like you know it has multi camera capability editing tools things like that it's program is meant to help live stream creators improve their broadcasting setups and obviously uh, this is a step again towards uh, e- Pinterest taking towards uh, e-commerce live right and this is something we've covered in our show before where you know selling li- on live tv or selling in through live shows is something you know that's really catching on we've seen how it have caught up in China and also we've seen it in the past like you know even before they yeah, internet came around, you know, we would have live TV channels such as QVC, where they will keep selling things. And I think this is a trend that's going to stay. With that, let's move on to the next update. The next update is from TikTok. It just so happens I was browsing on TikTok a few minutes ago before I started recording this show. Uh, TikTok has announced a new option for brands in the ad space. It's called TikTok Pulse. It's a con- new contextual advertising option, which means your advertising will appear in the top 4% of all videos on the platform. Uh, and you know it gives you the ability to engage with groups that are most relevant to you by allowing you to choose a category where your advertising appears. Currently, TikTok will offer for 12 categories of pulse for brands to choose where to show content some of the categories included but not all i'm not going to list all 12 of them um, the four categories i will list are beauty fashion cooking and gaming again TikTok will apply an in-house inventory filter to ensure that your advertising appear next to high quality content. They make certain that the content displays authenticated and of the greatest uh, brand quality or suitability on the site, right? Again, this kind of, uh, they're taking this approach where, you know, we've seen in the past where you, 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 there were ads that showed up on YouTube videos and, you know, some advertisers or, uh, didn't like that fact that you know their advertisings were being shown to you know questionable videos and that had uh, and this was about three or four years ago and you know there was a backlash so i think tiktok is taking this approach is quite good i mean obviously at some point they want to scale and we'll see how that works and tiktok is also saying that you'll be able to assess the impact of this campaign through third-party verification uh, during post uh, campaign measurement uh, section Okay, that's all there is to know about TikTok Pulse. This is something, again, if you want to place an ad in the top 4% of the videos, expect to pay, uh, you know, quite a bit more than you would probably normally pay. Uh, This is for brands, uh, you know, who are probably who has deep pockets. Okay, with that, let's move on to the world of Google. Google and support for some image and video sitemap extensions. Uh, and this is something they're phasing out from August 6, 2022, which is about roughly June, July. Yeah, in about three months time, uh, there's going to be like quite a few tags and attributes there, you know, uh, kind of phasing out again, if it's something 
that you have it on your website it's not you're not going to have a negative impact it's just that google is no longer going to use those tags uh, some of the tags are image colon caption image colon geolocation image colon title blah 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 and you know if you look at a show notes page it's going to have some of the all the tags that are getting uh, deprecated um, but what I am going to say is obviously in the future you want to stay away from these tags but if for some reason you miss it and you do end up using some of these tags there's not the you know end of the world now. Having said this, this is a great way for you to test, uh, you know, an SEO expert's knowledge by, you know, if you are interviewing an SEO expert or if you have one on your team, you could ask them, you know, sometime during conversation, hey, by the way, what do you think of this category tag or sitemap tag, which is image colon caption or video colon gallery location? Do you think we should continue to use it or how can we focus it on it? And, you know, the person who doesn't know, they're going to probably, and who are just BSing you, will probably going to say, hey, let me check on you, uh, check on that for you. Or they're going to say, yeah, yeah, use it. And you kind of know who is telling you the truth and who is just, uh, you know, messing around with you. So hope that helps. Let's move on to the next update. So next update on the Google front is someone asked Google's John Mueller during office hours, like, hey, my core web vital scores are always changing, even though I haven't changed any content on my page. So what's going on? Can you help me understand? And actually, that was a great question, by the way. Uh, so John says, you know, hey, first of all, there are two different types of core web vitals. One is a field data. The other one is lab data right field data are data that are coming primarily from uh, collected from real world visitors to a website so for example if you come to our website marketandgrow.com uh, google is going to collect the you know the experience data uh, of how you are looking at it and over time they collect it and they average it out or they do some math in the back end um, and kind of gives me a score that says you know hey here is your score on the other end, uh, or on the other side, there is this thing called lab data, which is basically Google sends out a bot, which is obviously Google bot using different browsers, and then they try to load the page on a slow mobile, a simulated slow mobile connection, and see how what they get back. Okay, and lab data is primarily for used for you know debugging and things like that. Now, according to uh, John Mueller from Google, it's like, you know, Google uses field data for core, core web vitals that sh they show it to us. So, for example, even though Google is testing, uh, collecting data from field data as well as lab data, they are going to only show me the numbers that they collected through field data. And John's saying, look, even though if you have a, you know, fast internet connection, even if our website is hosting hosted on a very super fast network connection and maybe super fast computer, it is possible that in our scores are going to change on a day-to-day -day basis because you, the user, browsing our website could be on a slow computer, could be on a slow mobile, could be on a slow network connection, or it could be a variety of changes. Or there could be network congestion as well, right? It's So it's going to change. Expect it to change. Don't freak out about it. Overall, what the message is that, you know, you should always focus on having a good feel, a good, good experience. And obviously, you want to make sure you are you know, improving your website and getting, you know, as high score as possible and then just, you know, leave those things, factors, you know, don't worry about those factors. That's all there is to it and hope this helps. Let's move on to the next update. So during the same conversation, which is in the same SEO, uh, you know, office hour, someone else asked, hey, 
Mr. John, or hey, Google, uh, do you use meta descriptions for rankings? And actually, that was also a great question. So a lot of the people will say, freak out, and they say, you know, hey, we need meta descriptions. If we don't do put meta descriptions, and if we don't have stuff, we are not going to get ranked and things like that. Well, turns out that, you know, meta descriptions are only used for search snippets and meta descriptions are not used for ranking. So if you have an SEO person who is making you uh, do uh, all this stuff, like, hey, we need to have meta descriptions and we need to update all these things or else you're not going to rank and blah, blah, blah. Now you know what they're doing. You know, they don't know, they know, they do not know their craft and they're just, you know, giving some hearsay and grapevine information. Now you know something that's coming directly off of John Mueller. Now, I don't know who you're going to believe. I would rather believe John Mueller than anyone else who claims to be an expert. Rest is up to you. Okay. Let's move on to the next update. The next update is from Meta which is the company previously known as Facebook. Uh, Meta has updated real monetization option to better incentivize creators. Now, you obviously know the battle for short-form video has really heated up. Uh, TikTok came around, you know, really crushed it. Now, YouTube is crushing it. And then, obviously, Meta doesn't want to take it, you know, take it, give it up without a fight. So Meta is sweetening the deal. They're giving out different payout stuff. And one thing I want to just rather than going to the details, one thing I want to tell is that Meta realized that, you know, when you give out any of these, you know, bonus payouts and monetization options, uh, people with big accounts, like people with one plus million followers, they end up taking all the bounty just because they have the people, they have the craft, and then they basically, you know, swoop in and take it over. So Meta is kind of changing it a little bit, which I think, in my opinion, is a good thing, uh, where they're saying, you know, they're going to do a different sort of payout. They're going to do challenges. So that way, you know, People who are small accounts or accounts with small followers can also have a chance. Now, again, having said that, as with Meta, everything sounds great on piece of paper or everything when you hear it. But you know, when you go to actual, you know, where the rubber meets the road, or in actual implementation, you will realize there are a lot of, uh, you know, uh, gaps. Now, having said that, I'm not trying to be negative. I just want you to know that Meta has encouraging you to. you know, uh, create reels. They're going to give you money to inter- incentivize you. Now, if you want to do this, if this is your cup of tea, please go try it out. And also, Meta is also trying out in-stream ads. Okay. With that, let's go to the next update from Meta, which is again Facebook. Uh, the, this is during the National Small Business Week. Meta has added new lead generation content sharing option for small businesses. First thing, uh, first of all, is that Meta has realized that, you know, 70% of businesses prefer to be engaged with, um, you know, 70% of people want to be engaged with business in the same way they communicate friends or family through messaging. So Meta is using this data to create, uh, basically, converge Facebook messaging, Instagram messaging, and WhatsApp business messaging into one place so that you have one in streamlined inbox and you could probably reply back to all your people from one place. That's one thing they're doing big in that sense. And also what they're also doing is they're introducing a slew of new tools to assist businesses in capturing and managing leads on the platform. So for example, on Instagram, you're going to see something like quote requests, lead filtering with instant forms, creative flexibility, gated content and partner integrations. Now, these are all uh, 
better better or closed better where you know people are uh, select few people or select few businesses are testing it out so not it's not generally available to everyone but the quote request seems like a very good features where it allows you to put a business uh, to put a get quote button on their instagram profile uh, lead screening will be available to businesses in the future this is accomplished by going over answers to a multiple choice question so they're taking a leaf out of hubspot um, and then they're also putting in instant form to test uh, in order to improve personalization. Uh, and companies will soon be allowed to access gated content. Uh, SMBs can provide resources to leads when they fill out the lead ad form by providing gated content. This will allow the users to stay on the platform without leaving it. Now, like I said, with Meta, everything sounds great on a piece of paper. But if you think about it, like, look. If I have gated content, right, uh, someone's browsing uh, Instagram and I have gated content and you know what, you are on the Instagram because whatever reason, you're at the checkout line or you are waiting for something and you wanted to check it out, you liked it, you get, you click on it, you provide your information and then obviously I look at gated content and then I close my app, move on with my day towards the end of the day when I come in, that gated content is gone. So while it sounds sexy at a high level, but if you look at the real experience, it's just crap, right? So I would rather have, you know, made a focus on other things like lead, uh, lead, uh, you know, capture, sending it out, and maybe integrating natively with things like, you know, HubSpot or other stuff. Now, maybe that's what they will do when it comes to partner integration. They haven't really shared a whole lot of it, but I would rather have them see, you know, natively integrating with HubSpot or other CRMs and so that, you know what, I can capture this and pass on this information natively and actually be able to nurture them from a CRM rather than Meta trying to be a CRM, right? It's like Meta is trying to be a little bit of everything. It's just like eventually it's going to become a, Fra a Frankenstein. Anyway, that's just me. Okay, moving on. The last update for this week is that LinkedIn has updated their content tracking algorithm. Uh, and what they're saying is now we, the user, will have more control of who we follow, what we see, and things like that. So, and also, obviously, they're discouraging, like, you know, these BS posts, like engagement posts and polls that is geared towards just to create, create in fake engagements. And in their kind of, they're going to, uh, they're going to, Push that down. And what the LinkedIn is saying is that now LinkedIn feeds will now show more of posts, videos, and other content relevant to users' individual interests, opportunities for authentic engagement, safe and productive conversations that adhere to community guidelines. And they're going to show less of irrelevant updates that is connections, comment, and post of someone you're not connected to, which I see a lot of. And again, it's a double-edged sword, right? Sometimes I will, I will follow people who... Ha good people let's just say i'm following bill gates and he commented on someone else's post which is quite knowledgeable in a topic i would love that and i will start following that person so it's a double-edged set because sometimes i will get random people showing up in my feed that i have no connections to and showing up comments saying, hey good job especially those job oh promotion posts linkedin promotion posts. so oh, i got promoted to xyz and the whole world says congratulations can you get rid of that right I don't like that. I just me. 
the other thing they're going you're going to see less of is politically oriented posts if you choose to alerts users no longer be notified of every position change or update in the network which is exactly what i was talking about low quality clickbait posts designed for interactions which is exactly what i've talked about early in the engagement posts and posts from people you do not know Overall, I think LinkedIn is finally cleaning up their house. They're taking a step in the right directions, and I like it. With that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. Once again, this is your host, Sadi Islam, signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye.